Derek, you want to introduce us? Kick it off. Yeah, sure. Right. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the HLE podcast. I'm your co-host this week, Derek Bosley. Back on after a long absence with uh, your host, new host, Carter McKenzie. How's it going, buddy? <laughs> Not by choice. <laughs> yeah, we're here. We're here in uh, southwestern Virginia with the crew, with the boys. Let's introduce ourselves. What's going on? Uh, Frank Melito, I'm the co-co-host tonight. <laughs> Frank Melito, native of... Long Island, New York. Long Island, New York. Goddamn Yankee. Goddamn Yankee. I almost came correct, though. I was going to come in uh, full gear, but I didn't want to offend anybody, so I decided not to do that. By full gear, you mean like full regalia, like Civil War? Oh, like Civil War. 1863, carrying a muzzle loader. I was going to have flashbacks from a past life. I decided not to do that. I thought it might go over not to it. Got taken up <laughs> by an animal. That would have been exchanged. <laughs> a lot more than words. You talking Derek? about the war of northern aggression? Derek's family probably would have been on the Union side as well, though. We, My we, man. We didn't give a fuck. I want to make the not racist Virginia, though. Yeah, like, no, we just, like, our, our fucking fight in the Civil War is basically the same fight that America had at the Revolutionary War. Like, yeah. the, 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 the fancy Virginia... Didn't fucking listen to us. Yeah. We're like, fuck y'all. Yeah, good on you. Go ahead, get your ass kicked. What good you on you for seceding to the winning side. Hell yeah, Wait, brother. Sides. <laughs> Which way? We lead blue, baby. <laughs> All right, and we're also joined by our esteemed host of the Fish Lift Eat podcast. A little cross-pollination uh, yeah, here. Crossover. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, guys? Casey here. Up here getting to hang out with some of these guys at, at Deer Camp, Doe Camp, and... Uh, Finally, getting to put some some real life faces in front of me that you know we're used to looking at on on a screen, but yeah, fired up to be here. Is this the first time you and Frank have met in person? In person, yeah, because he stood me up last time he was supposed to come. Wow, we lied. That we was lied to Casey. Bad. Told him it was we we're ice fishing up here. That's hey, somebody, 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 somebody told me that there was like big smallmouth running around up here or something. This monster smallmouth and his giant red eyes. I, yeah, and I just want to put on record that Casey looks just as good in person as he does. Oh, I agree. The internet, which is horrible. <laughs> I've known Casey for almost fifteen years, and handsome man, very handsome. But he ain't got shit on that, but thing. not as handsome as Derek. No. You don't make me blush. He can't make knives, so Derek, you win. I, I just want to be like Derek when I grow up. Yeah, you'll get there one day. Which Derek is who. Who did my interview for the team whenever I joined? Did I? Mm -hmm. Fuck, I did some money. It's all blurred into one big beat. Well, obviously, I'm not very <laughs> easy to be forgotten about. No, I, actually, I do remember you because I asked you about. Uh, I know a guy that's a, a semi-professional fisher too, so mm -hmm. I asked you about him. Yep. Yeah, was, we even back then before fish lift eat had the legs that it does now. Most of our interview ended up we ended up talking about fishing because I'm pretty sure I wore my my fish lift eat shirt to the interview. Yeah, so I'm the fucking world's worst. We got off on fish. we got off on that tangent talking about fishing the whole time, and here we are today. Here, here we sit. Well, let's, our dicks off. Yeah, well, let's talk about that for a second. Let's talk about the team and the entire iteration because Derek and I have known each other for almost three years now, which is crazy. Yeah, yeah. And the first time I met you was up here, ten minutes from here at the yeah. other at the other Cox. Well, not Cox, but. Whatever the other last name is, property at Peach Bottom, Eisner. Maybe I don't think it's Eisner. Okay, at the uh, other family farm, and I was invited up, and that was my first introduction to 
the crew yeah. back then. That's when we were to what was the team when there we were, were twelve people on twelve nut sacks on a group chat. <laughs> uh, yeah, just out here, out here raw dog in life trying to figure it out. And then uh, I thought, I thought you were like the responsible team member until I met you in person, and then. <laughs> You were feeding me, feeding me bourbon. Feeding me bourbon at five thirty in the morning before we go out to the tree stand. Like, what the fuck, school teacher? Every time we've hunted together, that's been that's that's how hard to this line is. Hey, you want a whiskey, dude? Everybody's like, you're a school teacher, man. I did. It's like, oh, just trying to escape reality. Yeah, but now, like, looking back on it now, I know that all my fucking school teachers through middle school and high school were probably like just hammered. You have to all the time. You have to. If I had to deal with me as a fucking teenager, I would be fucking drunk. That's what I'm saying. All day. Why do you think I'm drinking so much right now? I would do yeah. it through now. It makes, it makes, <laughs> it makes sense. That's just us doing a podcast. <laughs> yeah, that was the first team doe camp mm-hmm. slash button butt camp. Shout out to John, John Hatton. John Hatton. <laughs> Shot his first deer and it was a button buck. But yeah. That was the first iteration, man. And it's kind of wild to extrapolate how it's grown from then like Derek and I have done 200 plus interviews together and I remember doing them through your February fitness challenge that you put on our first year in business and I was on the damn (laughs) you and I about killed each other trying to keep up and uh I was on the damn bike yeah bike I'd be on on my uh treadmill And yeah. we'd just be talking to fucking people interviewing them. I'm like, I'm not going to let Carter edge me out. And we both had terrible internet, and it drove Luke crazy, which made me even happier. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was kind of the beginning of all this. And so we're here at our men's rendezvous, Doe Camp. Uh, our women's was two weekends ago. For all the women on the team here in Southwest Virginia, the Cox Family Forum. And we've got, I don't know, 18 guys here from all over the country and Canada. Yeah, we're international. We're international, baby. <laughs> Doing it big. It's pretty sweet, though, to see, like, this second rendezvous and see some new faces. It's way sweet. It's, awesome. it's, it's crazy. There's there's so many, there's guys that, like like you, Frank, you've been on the team for a while. Casey, you've been on the team for a while that I haven't met, but, like, I've talked to, feel like I'm pretty good friends with. And there's dudes, like, I've never talked to before in my life here. And like finally getting to meet everybody just because it's the the team has grown so much and we've kind of compartmentalized into like Mm -hmm. regions. Like you don't get that cross pollination that we used to have. That's the second time I've used that. That's nice. We got over here. (laughs) (laughs) I say the beast. He runs book club. (laughs) Vocab guy. Vocab guy. Yeah, but we don't. You don't get that. You don't get to meet everybody anymore. Just just by the nature of of growing, which is unfortunate in, in one case, but awesome in another because now you're, yeah. you're reaching more people well the you know the grounding piece is the folks i'm looking over here we're we're sitting on the edge of a pole barn that was probably built a hundred years ago on the edge of a beautiful farm in southwest virginia and in appalachia and there's 16 other guys behind Derek and to my right around a campfire and most of these folks have never met before but you wouldn't know it. Just you would not know. There. Yeah, no. it's crazy. No, and that concept in and of itself is like that's that's what reiterates and reignites and reaffirms like what we're doing here, and that's like a really impactful feeling. Yeah, because there's there's not that normally when you you meet people that you've like 
sparsely talked to. There's always that. Yeah. But, uh, but you're in. Uh, you, you enjoy it. It's not, it's not awkward. Yeah. It's weird being able to kind of show up somewhere, you know, seeing people for the first time in person, but not having to do like introductions more yeah. or less. Like I'm thinking like, you know, Derek, Frankie, Gabe, like some of these guys over here that, that I've talked to num- numerous times. And, you know, you walk up and just say, oh, hey, what's up, Frankie? I think, actually, I made fun of Frankie as soon as he walked up. <laughs> I gave him a hug. I'm just a nicer person. I'm the bigger man. It just goes to show that, like, you know, never met the guy, like, in person. But as soon as he walks up, we, you know, we can talk crap to each other like we've, you know, been hanging out for the last month. Yeah. It's crazy because you can't do that in arguably any space I've ever been a part of, right? Like, Casey and I had known each other for a very long time through college and we through were, various different groups and yes. organizations and yep. stuff too, but nothing quite like this. No, not to where that, you know, even back to like the fraternity days. Yeah. Like, yeah, we, we all got along. We were all brothers. Everybody was close, but there were still, you know, the people that you were more connected with for sure. Like this, there's, you know, there's not, there's not outliers, you know, there, there's not, there's no clicks. There's no, you know, subgroups out of it. I mean, we all may have our different passions and different groups inside this organization that we work with, but it's still one, one really big cohesive unit. And that's, that's really cool. Yeah. And like, what I find pretty cool is that like, there's no awkwardness and there's no problems. Like, I mean, think about it. Like I probably talk to like most of you guys more than my own friends and family, which is kind of wild. Cause we're like so far apart, like logistically. Right. And then like, I can show up here and I can meet, Doug, who I've never met before, but I've seen him on, on like seminars and like, you know, team calls and I can, you know, give him a hug and that's it. It's cool. And for context, you know, you're one of our region leaders. And like Derek was saying, we split out as it's grown. We had to split out to be able to provide the service isn't the right word. What's the word I'm looking for? Interaction. Yeah. To provide the social interaction. Right. That we were looking for as we've grown across the country to do it right and to do it well. Well, I think we've put such an emphasis on, on the community and then adding that value to our members that, you know, we kind of had to do that to where, you know, everybody still had the places where they could plug in and connect and, and network and everything and not feel just like a number. Yeah. You don't want to, you don't want to be lost in the noise. And like, unfortunately, if you get, too many people in one spot it's just and it ends up what it happens yeah. so the regional thing as much as it i hate to see it happen like it has to it was, you, it's you, you necessary to like that like it, it, there's no other way when you're three four hundred members plus at some point you have to break up a little bit to where you can have those small groups that that can gel together and, and become even closer but even when you come to something like this where everybody's mixing like yeah, people from all regions. Even, are even here. like I've never met Doug before, or or seen Doug, but like I still. Hey, dude, want to get on a podcast? Yeah, you want to? We just ran out of microphones, or Doug would be on this podcast. Dude, here's the cool thing, Derek. You remember? I also think this is cool. Like the old days, right? Our first iterations of right. This team was born out of Luke and and some of you other guys. Like, hey, I'm gonna get out of the military. Blah 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 looking for my people when I transition out, right? And I got brought into that just talking through Hunt, Lift, Eat on, on Instagram and came out and met you guys like I was talking about previously. And I was like, oh, this is way cool. And then that conversation around the fire 
after you almost got blown up when somebody shot that propane tank in the in the <laughs> in the fire pit. You almost died. I was I was way too close. The conversation we almost. Yeah, the conversation that happened around that fire pit was I bet there are other people out there who want to do this too. Yeah. And then we did that, and then you and I. You can't, you can't see this. Well, let me let me paint this word picture for you. But there's a lot of flesh behind this. Hey, that's that's cool. It's better. So, so Bubba just came over here. He did Bubba's interview and, and and pulled his pants down like a toddler and took a piss right behind Frank. And it's fine. It's cool. But you and I remember we did interviews every night for four weeks. Three times. Yeah. For sometimes six hours a day, back to back, individual interviews. Because it we realized very quickly that this application draws a certain caliber of individual. And I can count on two hands probably how many bad interviews we had. I, I could count on one hand. I think I've had one. Uh, yeah. And, yes. and it was mine. <laughs> it was Casey's and he let him in just because he's nepotism. Well, we feel harder. <laughs> We were in each other's weddings, so it's good enough. I mean, and like, you know, when we first started kicking around the idea of this, you know, we were like, all right, you know, we'll, we'll open up applications. We, we, might, we might, we might get 50 applications and we'll probably accept 25. But then the first five people were like, fucking great. And we're like, we still have, we still have a month of this. How <laughs> we, Do you remember that conversation? We're like, there's no fucking, there's, it's a flu. Yeah. Yeah. We're like. There's no way. We'll, we'll get like maybe 30 applications. And we had 100 before the fucking first day was over. So we're like, what the fuck? How do we deal with this? Yeah. But it's been so cool to see it grow and and, and meet the, all these people from different walks of life. Fucking, we got Canadians. Like three of them, but they're here. Yeah, that's they, like, they talk. It's, it's like it's all over the country. It's awesome, though. Yeah, but it's freaking awesome. It's America's hat. But, you know, talking about that, you know, kind of getting over not necessarily overwhelmed but seeing the the draw to that to where you put it out and you get 100 applications you know you could have just as easily been like okay now nah, this is more we want to fool than what we want to mess with yeah you know and then then we wouldn't have this but the fact of you know we want this community you know we knew what it was and what it could be to where you know you, you kind of just have to take it on and surround yourself with the good people and then you know figure out the details around it and that's kind of that's kind of what we've had to do with yeah. the with the regions right yeah you know it's like you know so many people are wanting this and wanting to be a part of this to where you, you kind of just got to dive in head first and figure it out as you go yeah right because you know there is the value in it there's you know obviously there's a lot of value in it because people are showing up from all over the country to be here yeah but you know you could have just as easily been like okay, nah, we just want to get our small group and and roll with it, yeah. and have fun, go on hunts together, have the group chat. And well, stuff and to like be honest, that. we but, went through that phase for sure. Well, I think a lot of it too with when that initial phase was like we just didn't know we didn't know how to. We didn't want to be a, just an affiliate thing where like you get, scale it, you get a code and Correct. like see you fucking never. Like yeah. we didn't want that. That's not what we were about. We wanted to actually build people that were like-minded with us and, and learn from each other and fucking, you know, just actually create bonds, not yeah. just fucking build numbers. And right. I think that's been the awesome have, thing Not just have t-shirts and exactly. hats. Like, fucking selling t-shirts is cool and all, but like, who gives a fuck? It's, I like the fact that- Terrible have, margins. Terrible margins. But I, we, I've got- <laughs> Not fucking, a great business. <laughs> fucking friends all over now. You know, yeah. like, you know, 
fucking people that I've I've never met in person, but I feel comfortable. Like if I was in that area, I could I could fucking not that I would ever go to fucking Long Island. And I would feel totally dead comfortable. for you. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You know what though? But like for me, what I find is like really special, especially right now, like coming full circle, being here at like the second rendezvous, is that like I followed you guys for a while and uh I was like fortunate enough to get in at, on that first round. Yeah. And uh I'll like never forget I was at work. I like commandeered like a medic room. I said, "Hey man, get out! I gotta make a make I a fast call." It was weird, and, and it was like a closet. Yeah, yep. <laughs> and, and get the fuck. <laughs> I was like, "Hey man, I'm really sorry. I need you to get out of your office because I need it." They yeah. flashed and, the taser uh, at him. <laughs> and uh, it was it was me. <laughs> it was me, you, and and Luke was. I want to say Luke might have been overseas yeah. or or about to be overseas, and we like started talking, and uh, it was just cool. Like even though. I just felt like I like clicked with you guys like right away. And it was a group that I, I always wanted to have exist, but never existed. Right. Until then, because yeah. I've been a part of like other, you know, affiliates and other, you know, pro staffs and whatnot. Sure. And I always wanted it to be something more like this. That just wasn't. And then now to come full circle and, you know, actually be able to be like a bigger part of the group and like, you know, community. I, I find it it's freaking amazing and like it's super special, especially being here right now on this property. Well, and the other thing that's cool is like now, like you bought in but and and believed in the message and the mission so much. Like now you're in a leadership position, and now you're the region leader in the entire Northeast, and now you have what seventy people in your, yeah, it's, in your region. It's, it's freaking like amazing, and, and you're meeting people here for the first time in your region or from my region yeah that you've been talking to and like yeah, it's like surreal putting together seminars and 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 hosting you know happy hour calls and and team region calls and meeting up in person and doing bow shoots and shed hunts and like things like that and like th- dude what are people doing with their lives you know what i mean like what i don't know i don't know how to extrapolate that but like it's cool it's really cool that you have bought in and, and now you're in that position to help bring other people to that. Like, because like if, if you don't have that tribe, if you don't have that community of, of the same individuals that buy into the same thing, like what are you doing? You're just going through life blind, right? Yeah. And like, especially coming from where I come from, like, listen, there's a lot of people who do the same things that we do, but it's just, it's like a different level, you know? And it, and then it becomes like, you know, clicky like this, people who, who are strictly like, I'm a public land bow hunter and it's super clicky. And then it's like, oh, like I'm a diehard, like waterfowler. And like, for me, I do everything. You're a marathoner. Yeah. I'm a marathoner. Squirrels? I'm an opportunist. (laughs) Frank asked me today when we were at Peach Bottom, is there a season on crows? So, so I don't think Evan gives a shit. I am. <laughs> when it comes to like this kind of stuff, I I just like being outside with like my friends, like doing anything. Like I like if you said, "Hey man, tomorrow morning instead of going deer hunting, let's go squirrel hunting." I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Because yeah. honestly, like, when is the next time that I'm going to be able to to do that with you? Right? Yeah, it's wild. Yeah, but like, where else is that going to happen aside from this team being what it is and what it, it has become? Like, it's. Oh, it's almost mind blowing, but it's like it amazing. Is. It's amazing at the same time, dude. People just want to belong, and like, yep. They, when they have to, they have to, they have to. It's it's yeah. it's we're social beings. It's innate in you. You have you want to find the people that you gravitate towards, and and when you find that group, like, you'll fucking you'll do 
almost whatever, nothing, whatever it takes to, to nothing be outside of this is going to bring the personalities that are represented here together to the same place at one time. Yeah. And you, you know, think about like, think about what, you know, you have people from like, I've, I've, I've said this a bunch, but like you have people from all walks of life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You got fucking, you got business owners, you got fucking grunts, you got cops, you got fucking engineers, you got fucking defense contractors, you got, yeah. you know, Fucking expert knife makers. Expert knife makers. Where, where's that rich, guy? married, where's that guy? Young. We got 65, 18. Yeah, we got like, Ryan's old ass here. He's fucking that shit. That guy's old. But he's keeps up, though. But he fucking holds his own, man. He's fucking hear me say, he'll kick the shit That guy's way strong. Jack Rasmussen. Holy shit. Oh, oh my God. He's a bad He's a fucking bad fucking, fucking, fucking guy. The crazy thing, like that dude has the bragging rights to say, I killed the first elk in Virginia. Like, yeah, only one person can say yeah. that. Yeah. Can say that. Yeah, that's him. And he's so humble about it, yeah, too, which is even more of like a testament to his character. Yeah, dude, yeah. that's the other thing I love. Like, we were talking about, like, a lot of us have been burned by field staffs and pro staffs. And Casey and I have both done it, I know for sure. And I know you have too, but like, on the fishing side of things I, I know Casey has and I I tried to wade into it on the hunting side of things when I thought that's what I wanted to do but so transactional like you said yeah. fake here's your here's your discount code go make content for me kind of thing but like the join uh, our Facebook group and that's it it's like bye yeah, later yeah. see you later like, the humility and the and the humbleness that comes from being a part of or I would say that our application the individual that our application draws I think is a huge, I, I wouldn't do this anymore if it left a bad taste in my mouth yeah. at all. Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if it didn't have individuals who want to come here and learn and, and teach, which I think is important as well, yep. but like, and, and, and educate and just be a part of like, you know, we have guys here hunting white town on the East coast for the first time in their entire lives. Right. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah I had the opposite, uh, experience. See, I've never, I've never tried to be field staff or pro staff with anybody because I just didn't give a fuck enough to, yeah, fuck to even try. And then when I started talking to Luke and he was like, hey, man, you know, like, you want to be on, on the team? I'm like, I don't know. That's, I'm not, that's not, not my thing. He's like, hey, it's like, look, dude, it's not, it's not an affiliate thing. Like, you know, I'm not giving you a fucking promo code. Like, you're not getting free shit. And like, it's just a couple guys in a group chat like to fucking hunt. I'm like, but it's very much, uh, you know, Trust me. Yeah, yeah. Trust me. Yeah, trust and me. You're right. like, and at that point, I had talked to Luke enough to where, like, we kind of felt each other out. And I was like, all right, fuck it. Yeah, why not? And yeah. fucking, I'm the best, one of the best decisions I ever made, other than uh, swiping right on Jenna. Off. <laughs> yes. Shout out to Jenna. <laughs> nice. But, like, same thing, right? Like, three of my best friends are here under this fucking pole barn right now. And I would not have, felt confident telling them about Hunt, Lift, Eat if I didn't feel good about it too. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you, it's important that you want to be able to like tell your people about it that are outside of the, the community. I think that's important. Uh, you know what's funny though? I'll never forget. I'm not talking about you, Frank. I'm talking about Casey. That's fine. Spencer <laughs> and Cole. I know. That's just, fine. That's okay. That's okay. The OGs. Did you hear that, Frank? You don't no. mean shit to him. That's all right, man. You, do, you, you know what? At least I'm still sitting next to him, and I just get to stare at his beautiful face for like two and a half days. That's you know what? Bobby should be here. Fuck Bobby. Bobby should be here. Fuck Bobby. Hashtag fuck Bobby. Hashtag fuck Bobby. 
I take that back. I love Bobby. No, I do not. Love you. I'm not. Wish you were here. So I'll never forget in June when I was like, hey, to my my wife, hey, I want to go down to uh, Virginia and go camping for a weekend. She goes, wait, with who? I'm like, oh, you know, the guys from Hunt and Lift Eat. It's a bunch of dudes. She was like, with a bunch of guys (laughs) I've never met. She was like, wait, really? I was like, yeah. I was like, you know, like we hang out, like Hunt, Lift Eat. You know, like that's what it is. Like it's cool, right? You know, I've been on go yeah and like and like she, she, she like she goes wait like are you gonna bring your gun i'm like yeah of course i am of course it's a pistol course seminar pistol that was amazing by the way with andy that was great and uh so like she was like super like skeptical and i was like oddly okay with it I'm like no it's cool like i've been hanging out with these guys for like almost a year now like talking to them like almost every other day I'm like it'll be we fine. zoom yeah we zoom we do podcasts like hey it was I was on a seminar with with Carter last week. He's yeah. fine. He's safe. He's like he's safe. <laughs> he seemed like a nice guy. She's like, well, you know, good luck. So, yeah. uh, say bye to the kids just in case. And I mean, life insurance. <laughs> don't worry. Make sure premiums paid. Dated before I left. I promise. And then uh, no, but then like you know, and like I trekked. You know, it took me twelve hours to come down here, and like I wouldn't have done that if I knew that it was gonna be something like this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then like literally. I'll, I'll never forget. I, I roll in at freaking midnight, trying to not fall off a switchback, closing all the goddamn gates on my chasing cattle. Yeah. I park my truck. I got a big ass hug from Chad, and he goes, "Here, I have some whiskey." Yep. And like that was it. And I was like, "This shit is real, man." Yeah. I'll never forget that. Yep. Like, have you met Chad? No. So I had the uh, I had a knife class for the Southeast guys laid on, and then some work shit. Hit and I had to leave the country real quick, and um, super poopy about that. Um, For context, Chad is our southeast region lead. Frank's counterpart. Shout out, old Chad's right. Yeah, old Chadwick, real salt to the earth kind of guy. Dude, he's yep. great. He's but fucking- like down to earth. Like if you have a problem, you call him up. He will help you out if he can. Yeah, doesn't matter if he's five hours away or five minutes away. Yeah, you know, like but that's but that's similar to like almost probably everyone on this team right now. Yep. Yeah. You know, like if I was in Florida, like, hey, Derek, listen, I need help with something. He'd be like, all right, cool. What's up? Like, that, that's amazing. Yeah. Like Derek was talking about, like human nature, <clears throat> we're social beings and our species needs that. And I, I would say, like, you know, we have 52 women on our team, too, which is amazing. We have that many women? Yeah. And they are badass they women. They are badass. Most of them badass. Fucking beat the shit out of me, but. <laughs> or, or out on me. They're amazing. But, like, I don't know. If you're listening to this and this is something you're interested in, you you're can, on the fence. Yeah, highly recommend looking into it. Do it. Jump off the fence. For Just all the fence. Yep. Yep. Aforementioned reasons, but why not you? Yeah. Come out not. in the powder's fan. Yep. I mean, it's all right. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. So we are here at, at, at Doe Camp and we do have one hanging up behind us back here. We yeah. do. They one. There's one. There's one. Uh, let's set the stage. Yeah, it's got a pretty good story to it. I mean, I I laughed when I heard the story about yeah. it. It was it was entertaining. So I, I I meant to hunt this morning, and I was I'm in a tent full of dudes. So I was like, all right, you know, they'll get rousing, and I'll I'll wake up so I didn't set an alarm. And that, it's a little chilly, and there's some drinking last night. There, maybe there's a smidgen. There's a smidgen of drinking, and so uh, nobody in our tent got the fuck up. Uh, <laughs> Frank, right here, the old silent assassin, because I never heard the shit. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, fucking ninja. We're not, 
And I rolled over and it was daylight and I looked at my watch. It was eight o'clock. It's like, fuck me. <laughs> miss, miss the morning, hon. When's the last time you slept until eight? All the time. Really? <laughs> Dude, so Quinn, Quinn, Quinn sleeps in. You have kids. I know, but she has always slept in. I don't know how. And you're a former ranger. Love it. 7 a.m. on the dot. Great, but it's like 6.30 at the no, end. No, dog. 7 a.m. for me. Quinn yeah. will sleep till, if she wakes up at 7.30, 7.45, that's early for her. Normally, she's like, my kids she's like, a, she's like an 8, 8, 8 to 8.30 kind of, kind of kid. And has always been like that. What time does she go to bed? She normally goes to bed in between... 2100, 2100, you know, normally she's normally asleep by 2030 yeah. or 830, whatever, if if you fucking speak military time. Or not. Mine too, but they're up 7 a.m. on the fucking dot. Nah, man. dog. She will fucking just sleep her little ass off. And I That's like, wild. it's great. It's fucking great. Um, Yeah. So we just sat around camp and bullshitted, waited for, waited for folks to come in for the most part. And, um. Made a little food, got some biscuits. We got uh, got Luke Cox here jumping in, getting hijacked over here. Yeah, what's up, boys? What's going on? Hi, uh, how you feeling about a uh, winter rendezvous? Day Good. one. Luke, Luke was like, "Yeah, well, I'll be there. there." It's about on par for us. Luke said, "I'll be there. I'll be there twelve thirty at the latest." And uh, about three o'clock, he rolls in. I got in at two on the dot. We were unsupervised. <laughs> For, like, for way too long. Way too long. Way too much stuff happened that he doesn't even know about. I don't want to know about it. The parallels between being a company commander in the infantry and this team are fucking uncanny. Yeah, that's <laughs> shit I don't even want to know about. <laughs> you just, you wake up and you're like, all right, no DUIs over the weekend. It was a good one. It was a good one. It's hard to get a DUI in this county. You got to be trying. Oh I don't think I passed a cop from the time I got off the interstate. I think man, I've, I've seen I didn't see any the whole time, and like I was like, I'm definitely getting pulled over by somebody. I was doing like 90 trying to get here from New York, man. I was like, at some point, I'm getting pulled over. Says the cop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a single cop. <laughs> hey, Just flash my badge and get the fuck out of this. Right, man. I'll allow it. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what do you think about this place, Casey? This place is great. Dude, it reminds me so much of home. It really does. Yeah. Just like the the landscape and yeah. kind of the, the atmosphere of it. It's just North Georgia and Southwestern Virginia have more in common than, yeah. you know. I mean, in grand scheme of things, I mean, we're only, you know, four and a half hours yeah. up the road. Same, but mountain, it's, same mountains. Yeah. It's, no, it's awesome. I, you know, I wasn't able to make the last rendezvous of some other stuff going on, but, you know, whenever the dates come out on this one, I knew I was going to, Make every every chance I could to get here, and yeah, got in a little bit later than I wanted to, but same. No, I'm good. Pussy, back on the wagon, man. Pussy, I ain't never been so disappointed in you in my whole. Family. I've been hearing that all night. I've also heard that my whole life. I talking to my old Can't hurt my feelings. I hold a flashlight for my dad. Yeah, <laughs> you called every name in the book. We were talking about something earlier, and I was like, ah, he'll get over it. I've been yelled at by him before. <laughs> I've been chewed out before. before. <laughs> right, I'll pass this back to Carter. 
you were going to tell us the story about your deer, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The deer, yeah. deer yeah. situation because we're at deer camp. Well, before Derek went over there and hunted the property, we were hunting. Frank and I went over there and we got to sight on our rifles, which is nice on day one. You guys and, were gone for a minute. Well, it's important. Takes some people a long time to sight in, you know. Was it Frank? Was it Frank? It nope. actually was a shot, yeah, baby. Two shots he was on. One shot at a hundred money and two hundred dead on. Baby. So I'm gonna I'm gonna tell him myself here. So I went over yesterday and I, I sighted in when I got here. And uh, when you went to the wrong farm. Yeah, when I went to the wrong farm. I, uh, I thought we were. I thought we were in Peach Bottom, and I did I'm sitting middle. What the hell is everybody? Dude, I sat there for fucking hours before Ryan called me. He's like, "Hey, man, where are you at?" Like, I'm here. Where are you guys at? It's like you're not in the right spot. Yeah. Well, oh, fuck. It's an important. This could be a Tuesday Tips episode, but like when you're getting together with folks at Deer Camp, everybody needs to confirm zero before you go hunting. That needs to be a thing. Yeah. Especially yep. if you're traveling. You have to. Yep. That's not, in the truck. That's not just with firearms. I mean, that's that's bows, Certainly. guns, Absolutely. everything. Such like for just the the small amount of time that it Certainly. takes to have that, that's that's key. Yes. Especially if you're hunting somebody else's property, somebody else's family property, you need to Take it seriously and do your due diligence, right? That, yep. You owe it to that fucking animal you, as well. You yep. owe it to everybody. Yeah. You, last you thing owe it to a lot of people. Yeah. Yep. The last sure. thing that Clean you want to do is if there's 18 dudes here, just be like, hey, man, I got to track this deer because my, my scope's all jacked up. Yeah, you don't want to be that guy's. No. So speaking of that, so I got here yesterday. Yeah. I, I was like, I'm going to, I need to zero because I just got a new muzzle. Oh, I wasn't calling you out. I was Not, just saying. I was just saying in general. I, I didn't zero it. I just yeah. got, a, I got a brand new muzzle loader. had to zero yeah. it yet. So I was like, all right, I'm going to go to it's Peach Bottom. I'm going to zero this thing. So I'm on. Have you owned one before? No, this is my first one. I. It's a silly weapon. It is. A, it's weird. Yeah. It's, it's definitely straight. I, hey, I dove in like. But Virginia oh, is a weird state yeah. and they have a long muzzleloader season. So I get it. Yeah. So really, like, I don't know. Like when, you, when you head out west, you can get out earlier because they have those early muzzleloader seasons. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's definitely like, you shoot advantage to planes with yeah. muzzy. So that's yeah. kind of where I, I was like, well, it just opens you up to, to a bunch of different shit. So uh, so we got to roll out there earlier today and, and side in. I brought my 30-30 and I brought my 300 wind mag that I'm going to go hunt with Gabe. I'm going to draw an elk tag and go hunt with him in, in Wyoming because that guy's a killer. And uh, Guaranteed to kill us. Brought them both. And Evan's here, yeah, who is a, a phenomenal shooter. And he's dreamy. Yeah, don't, tell, oh, my God. Don't tell him either of these things. But. He knows it. You don't tell him. I told him 11 times today. But, dude, he got me sighted in, like, so quick today. Yeah, he's awesome. Don't tell he's, Luke, but, like, awesome. holy shit, dude. He got me sighted in so quick. He's like, hey, man, just relax. He's, he's good. Just relax, dude. I was like, I was like oh, brother, I'm relaxed. <laughs> we got sighted in. That was fun. And that was awesome. Got to go out to Peach Bottom and, and, and shoot a little bit and beautiful Appalachian yeah. mountains. Oh yeah. You're, Frank was like, "I'm gonna quit my job, move here. This place." Is I'm like, I was like, "What am I doing?" Yeah. Like, here, dude. I belong in Iron No, no. If I move, I am not being a cop. And That's a really I'm cool done. part about both properties that we're hunting is you are totally removed from everything, right? Because you and I hunt small acreage, yeah. and and Casey and I do back home and. Oh my god! I you have, have like consider, minutes, well, yeah, yeah, acres, yeah, yeah like exactly. Half an acre to five acre plots. Yeah, I think that's a, a a lot of properties that people hunt, and you just, you just can't buy land today unless you're an LLC or or big Why giant not? corporation yeah. anymore. Yeah. And 
out there, you're to, you're totally. It's a 457 acre property, and this is a 500 and whatever acre property, especially on the East Coast. It's a big deal, and you don't have to worry about neighbors or like who, what neighbor it's do I have to text or call if my deer runs on their property? And like the pressure was off. Yeah, and that was nice. So it yep. get back to so when I was at Peach Bottom yesterday. Yeah, I'm fucking shoot my muzzle litter. I'm like trying to get it on. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I'd, I'd hit, you know, high and high and right, and then I'd make an adjustment, and then I'd fucking, I'd be like way, way fucking off. I'm like, what is going on? After like three or four shots, I'm like, I'm sitting down my muzzle loader, and I, I hear something rattle. I'm like, what the fuck is that? And then it dawned on me at, when I was putting on my scope, I forgot that I needed to grab a big Phillip or a flathead screwdriver to tighten down <laughs> the scope. The scope. Oh my God. So your scope was so just flapping in the wind. Just flapping in the wind. Just hand tight. I'm like, fuck me. So after three shots, after I tightened it, I was dead on. There's some Tuesday tips. Have a spotter when you're sighting yeah. in. Yeah. Have an Evan when you're spotting it. Like there's a giant puff of smoke. You can't see dick after you pull the It's a silly weapon. Three days ago, how to operate this weapon. It's already shooting at two hundred. It's a super fancy monster. It is a fancy must. Yeah. So the afternoon hunt went fucking great for me. Made my way over to Peach Bottom where Carter was. This is the lease that you and I are on. Yes. And have been for several years. Yes. And uh, I actually passed you guys coming back from sighting in your rifles on the way over there. Yeah. Um, I got there, got myself situated, and I texted Evan. I was like, hey, man, what's the best stand to go to? What is that stand called? Did they call it the prickly pear or something? I don't know. Like, he was like, cactus something. Know. He was like, hey, man, there's a box stand. Evan has funny names for every stand. <laughs> Down there when you're pulling. He's like, across why the culvert. Yeah. Why don't you go hunt? Uh, spruce field. I'm like, I don't know what that is. Yeah. Go hunt horse bones. I'm like, horse bones? Know where that is? Fuck the dream of that. Yeah, no, I, I, Evan has hunted every weekend for the past three months up here. And his wife's a fucking saint because Jenna would have murdered me a long time ago. And uh, so I was like, and he's been killing some monsters up here. So I was like, that's the guy that. To fucking ask like, what stand to go to. Nice. So like, hey man, there's a box stand down at the bottom. When you pull in, coming across the creek, you can see it. It'll be right in front of you. I was like, yeah, I saw it. He's like, that's where you should go. I was like, okay. So loaded up, started making my way down there. And um, right as I came around the corner where I could see the box stand, the box stand was maybe 50 meters in front of me. About 300 meters past that in an open field, there's three doe. Well, three deer, which I'm assuming does because they're grouped up. She parked at the cabin or on the way? Yeah, I parked, seen them? parked at the cabin and walked down. Um, so I'm fucking, I'm like, shit, how am I going to sneak in here? So I'm army crawling. So I'm ar- army with crawling. your muzzy. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm army crawling. It's some work, baby. It's some fuzzy. And uh, I killed days. Just having flashbacks. Um, I almost had a flashback. And uh, the problem was once you, once you got past the box, the box blind, there's maybe 25 more meters you get to. There's a tree with a little terrain feature that I could have rested on and been fine, but it's still 
200 meters. And 200 meters on the muzzy is a little iffy. Um, so I was like, fuck it, all right. If I can get across this open patch to this road, I can parallel them, get a little closer, and and get a better shot. And So you were hunting those does? Oh, I was hunting those does. Yeah, like it was, you know, I was like, why not? It's yeah. 2 o'clock in the afternoon. I'm not going to yep. fuck up my, my yep. evening hunt right now. So um, tried to get across that opening ground. I got across it, and then... As I went up the road, as as they were going out of sight, I saw the big doe take off, and the other two went. I was like, okay, all right, well, missed that opportunity. Um, went back to the box blind, got myself situated, and I I saw deer all day. Like, yeah. no sooner did I get in that box blind, a little spike came out, maybe fifty meters away from the the river bed right in front of me, and he just pranced around in front of me for a little bit. I'm like. Anywhere else, buddy, you'd be fucking. <laughs> you'd be dead. And he just danced around for a little bit. I, mean, I saw probably does only. It's yeah, it's does only. Or face the wrath of Evan, and I'd feel like doing that. Pass, pass. <laughs> Man, it would have to be a brute. <laughs> Dude, I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna tell you right now. If, if something bigger than like a, a ten walked out. I'd have fucking, I'd have bit that bullet. <laughs> yeah, you know, one one forty points oh, at least. I'm I'm fucking, I'm gonna eat that one. Sorry, boys. I don't want that fight. I, I'm taking that fight. I don't I'll care. Take, I'm taking for the, for the right deer. I'll take that ass whooping I'm, once. I'll take, I'll take that ass whooping. Um, so it, I mean, it was a great, great evening hunt. I mean, I saw that bottom's really cool. It, it was wide open land, so you could see everywhere, and and they manage deer very well yes, over they there. Do. They really, they really do. Um, and so I, I wouldn't have gave a shit if I killed anything this entire weekend. Just like being out with with you guys, being out, being outside, like that's where I, I just feel comfortable. I feel at home, and and seeing deer is cool, dude. It, I, Always fresh deer. Like I just like seeing animals, like fucking yeah. Like I saw yeah. a whole flock of turkeys, a little squirrels running around, but like. I uh, finally saw this. I didn't even see it come out. You know, I was glassing somewhere else, and I turned, and there's there's a deer in the, in the middle of the field that I'm looking at to my left, maybe at eighty to 100, 100 meters by itself. And I I probably glassed this thing for fifteen minutes, and I talked myself in and out of shooting it at least a dozen times. Like I'd look at its ears, and I'd be like, "Oh no!" Because because it's does only, and the last thing I want to do. Is shoot a fucking button bug. Hear that shit from Luke Cox. Like, can't believe you shot a fucking button bug. You're off the team. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't fucking do it on the first day, you know? And so, a tip. that is a good tip, man. Like, if you're not, if you're not sure, don't fucking shoot. But like, and, I, and if she's by herself. Yeah. And that's, and that's good chance. I, it's a good chance. It's a button bug. So yeah. I sat there and stared at this thing. I'd, I'd talk myself into it, like, ah, it's next a little long. Ah, it's snouts for long. And then, like, like no, 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 it's snouts way too short. It's way too short. I see it's it's, it's forehead. Gold cap? It's, it's foreheads too flat. Yeah. Well, that, you know, le- leading up to this, Luke did put a lot of emphasis on identifying, you know, button bucks to does. Well, we've you know. had some incidents. Yeah, we yeah. have. We have. But that's, I mean, that's got to be going through your head, too. Dude, it's like, you know, how big of a deal it really is. Dude, that, I'm not exaggerating. We've had seminars on, yeah. you know, being able to tell the difference. I'm not exaggerating because that's all I heard was him in my head. Yeah. And so probably for 15 minutes, I sat and, and just glassed this deer, just staring at every inch of it. And finally, I was like, okay, I just need to look and see if there's anything else. Because I could see another deer that was 
in the same spot as those original. So it was about 200 meters from where I was sitting now, um, past it. So I've got the one at 80 to hundred. I've got one at 200. And finally I looked to the left in the shrubs and I saw another one and I was like, okay, maybe if this one comes out, it's maybe, maybe it's a mom in a, in a, in a fawn. I'm like, okay, I'll feel a little bit better if this one comes out and, and finally starts feeding in the field. And it, it did. And then I did the same thing. I talked myself in and out of shooting. It's like, oh, well, maybe it's, maybe it's brother and sister, not mom and mom and daughter. Like, fuck, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And finally I was like, fuck it. I'm, I'm just going, I'm going to bite this bull. <laughs> <laughs> fuck it. Like, he's like, I'm going to go touch that head though before I call anything. <laughs> I fucking, I send it. I finally send it. I'm t- I've never I've shot a decent amount of deer and I've shot way further than this deer, but I have never been so nerve wracked in my entire life <laughs> with a fucking shot. I was almost shaking. I, I swear to God, I had to reset myself at least three times before yeah. I fucking shot this deer. And, you know, fuck it. I squeeze off the trigger, black powder goes everywhere. I can't fucking see shit. I see him run off. I'm like, all right, well, that's not good. I wanted, I wanted it dead right there. I didn't want to see it run. So I go out, I look for blood. I don't see shit. I'm like, all right, well, I know which way they ran. I've heard that about muzzleloaders several times today Dude, for the first time. Couldn't see any, like, not a lot of blood. I, I didn't see shit. I, I walked around there for probably 10, 15 minutes and I, I had a good idea, like, where, where it was when I shot. And I didn't see anything. I was looking for track, but the ground was so frozen there. It was hard to, like, it'd be hard to kick something up or, or get a track. And um, finally, I saw one. I didn't know if it was the one, one of the ones that were with me, but I saw it run away from me on the hill. So I was like, okay, let's, I'll walk over here just see if, like, see what's going on. And finally, I saw, I saw one. And it didn't move. And the closer I got, it didn't move, didn't move. And finally, like, I got close enough to where I was maybe 15 meters away. And it got up and it was super fucking wobbly. Like, she was dead on her feet. Just not there yet. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> he won't. All right. Um, <laughs> That'll be a real. <laughs> yeah, so she was, de- she was dead on her feet. Like, she was she was rough and um i was trying to get close enough to where i could just slit her throat and end it because like the last thing i want to do is have this have this deer suffer um but i couldn't get close enough i'd get within 15 meters and then she'd get up and kind of run i was like all right so finished off with a, a headshot went down there and i'm telling you i have i've never been terrified more terrified of looking at a deer's crotch in my entire life i fucking i went up and I grabbed its hind legs and just jerked it up as quick as I could. And please, I, please, please, please. I was so happy not to see a deer. Please don't see it. Please oh, my God. Oh, my God. I was like, it was this instant fucking wave of relief. <laughs> because you see what happened. Like, as soon as you got back to camp, what oh, was, was the was first bad. thing everybody did? Well, yep. what did Luke do? Dude, what they, did Evan do? The first thing they touched. They got deer John's hands ass. As if you had a Checked exactly <laughs> like every single person that walked up to that deer was just like rubbing its head, checking to see if it was a button buck. I wish I would have timed how long I actually st- like 
sat and looked at things. It was forever. I didn't know that because you sent the picture while we were recording here at this table on this last podcast a couple of hours ago. All those, all those boys were out. And you said it, and I was like, all the confidence of the world, Derek, just smoked a dough. <laughs> I did not know that. I, I'm telling you, man, I let, a, I let a lot of deer pass me that I could have shot, and I finally pulled the trigger on that one. I was, I was terrified. Well, I think that says a lot, right? Yeah. Because you, you wanted... You cared. I mean, you, you, you well, cared yes. enough to take that extra time. And there was an expectation that was set. Exactly. We're here exactly. hunting on the... Like, yeah, we're here as a group, but, like, we're also... It's different than Luke just, like, a, a bunch of shitheads getting together to go shoot deer. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. Luke, Evan, and Perry are letting us hunt yeah. on their, like, fucking family farm. And, and there's there's a there's a a lot of yeah, responsibility that goes with Cox. it. Shout out to Papa Cox. Yeah. Yeah. I, I passed on a 120-yard shot today because it was uphill, and I knew that if I winged it, I was going to be shooting towards houses. So I was like, it, it's not worth me shooting out a doe. No. To you know? Send it through their living room. Exactly. <laughs> no, exactly. Well... <laughs> You know, I mean. you know what I mean? You know what I mean? No, no, that's right. But like, you know, like it's not like no no deer is worth like this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No. Like this is like a really special place. Like well, just like Derek said, you know, he you know, if he didn't kill a deer this entire weekend or see a deer or whatever, like it's still, still worth it. It's oh, great. absolutely. Absolutely. So, I mean, obviously, you know, we like to eat deer meat, right? Yeah. I mean we, oh, we, yeah. lo- we love the, bit. we love the fruits <laughs> yeah, that in our Yeah, delicious. For yeah, dinner. we already started yeah. eating that one. Yeah. Fucking I mean, don't here. get me wrong, like we all love that and that's what we want to come back with. But at the same time, it's not worth jeopardizing, you know, what we have here. Dude, and honestly, deer camp to me is not about killing deer at all. It's about the camaraderie. Yep. It's, it's about, about what's going on behind us right now. Yeah, well, exactly. You, you know, know like, like you did something really cool earlier that, you know, I was sitting over there by the fire talking to Garrett when you did it, you know, cause there are some new guys here that haven't been on the team as long that, you know, may not be able to sit around and bust balls with each other like we do, but you know, you cut the tenderloin out of that deer and like threw it on the grill. And the second it come off, like there were some guys kind of standing around, like you could tell they were wanting to try it, Yeah, you know, and like, they didn't say anything. Derek's like, well, y'all gonna come eat it or not? Yeah, it's like that's what deer camp's about. Dude, that's, you know? that's my favorite part, man. You, just... you know, like we, we share this stuff, like we yeah. use it, and it it was cool. That was like a big icebreaker moment. I feel like for some of these guys to where where they really felt included because yeah. Derek's like, "Are y'all gonna eat it or not?" Yeah. Like I'm not over here cutting it out for nothing. Yeah. Well, Ryan was over here with me when I was butchering it, and we cut the heart, and I was like, "Hey, man, you want to try like you, you want to try the heart?" And he's like, "I've never ate heart." I was like, "You do never ate heart," so like. You gotta, gotta do it once. I kinda, it's not everybody's cup of tea, but you gotta do yeah, it once. Honestly, when I kill a deer, and if I kill a deer in the morning on a morning hunt, heart and eggs is like it's like a tradition. For oh, that, that is delicious. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, so, I'm, uh, not gonna lie, I'm not the biggest fan of just like raw, plain heart. Yeah. Now heart and eggs, that and put a little bit of onion in there. S and P. Yeah, put a little S and P. Fry, fry it up a little. Put some, put some onions like, in there with some hot sauce. He's from Ontario, and he was explaining the draw system in Canada. It's ridiculous, dude. To draw a doe tag, you have to, you put in in April and you find out if you draw one tag in August. We take it super for granted in Georgia. Dude, we get 12 tags, right? Yeah. And, and Eric's talking about it. Well, if we get a million tags. Yeah. And okay, so yeah. Georgia's system is kind of what got me into bow hunting originally. Right. So bow season opens, you know, super early in the year. Well, then you got, you got bow season, then you got like a week long muzzleloader season and then rifle season opens and goes till October 21st till January 14th. You know, know, February in some counties, you got that extended archery season. But 
So yeah, you get twelve, you know, two two bucks, ten does, and then you can shoot a doe with with a bow from the time you know day one of archery season until September. you know fe- February sixteenth. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So that that got me into bow hunting just because, you know, that I have limited time to go hunting, you know, family and everything. So when I go, you know, my family, we, we rely on eating deer meat a lot, you know, throughout the years. So the opportunity to put more meat in the freezer is what got me into archery in general. But yeah, I mean, just being able to go out any given day and, you know, know that, I, I mean, I, I've never tagged out in Georgia you know, I mean, I, I've shot my, you know, filled my buck tags and stuff, but I, I've never killed, you know, 12 deer. No, that is, that's insane. Yeah. That's it's, amazing. It's that's but amazing. I mean, like, and it, but the well, heat, you could, you could, yeah, yeah that's, that's how, you could. That's the, the and, population. Well, I mean, with, and I'll be honest, in some areas, I wish people yeah, would. You could fucking totally do yep. Yeah. But like to, to hear what some other people have to right. go through just to be able to get that dope right. tag. Is he hunted his allotted weekend and didn't kill a deer and that. It blows my mind. And just but the like, fact that he was like, so thankful that you were so willing to share your deer here in camp with, with him. That's just to give some perspective. Like, that's what like, all this is about. Like, yeah. yep. that's what. Because I mean, like us, we we can finish deer season and then we can already be making plans, you know, for next season because we know what we're going to have available to us tag wise. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like he's got to wait on, you know, for one tag, you know, if he's even going to be able to, yeah. to hunt for a deer next year. Whereas we're like, well, yeah, we're going to go go to this place in, you know, September. We're going to go here in October. You know, we're going to go hunt the rut at this place yep. because of, like, we, we have we have options that we take super for granted. Yeah. Yep. And, I will uh, say, though, that that's, like, the one thing that, like, where I'm from, like, does really well. So that's what got me back into, like, deer hunting, like, hardcore is that our bow season now starts September 17th and goes through January 31. And I get unlimited doe tanks. So you can hunt bows forever. Yeah. But like, so for example, like I shot, I shot two does this you know season so far and I tag them. I take a picture of it, tagged on my doe front and back. I email it to like our DEC and within a week I, I get a tag. So like, that's like the, the one thing I, I will say that like back home that like they do it right because it's super overpopulated. But like, I mean, for me, it's cool that like I can fill my freezer with does. And just go crazy about it. Oh yeah, you know. And I feel like it's so easy for us to like take that for granted sometimes. Yeah, and I'll say it's like it was a huge morale boost. At least Derek came back with the dough tonight. And now it's hanging in the pole where I'm looking at it right now. Like everybody was amped. Yeah, it's a huge, which was kind of cool. Boost. Like when I pulled up, fucking everybody was just standing around. Like, and as soon as I I parked, like everybody just immediately came to the back. It was like everybody's first deer. And it was it was not it was a fucking dough, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. I didn't kill some monster. Yeah. No, but just, I was like, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was cherry for the weekend. Yeah, somebody's got to do it. Now we're just fucking just open the floodgates for the rest of the weekend. You know, it was awesome, man. And it's not that dudes aren't seeing deer. It's just uh, we got a lot of guys that are are bow hunting as well, and they're just out of range. Like Gabe's a fucking killer. He watched deer all day just out uh, of bow range. You know. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> three bed down in front of him at fifty six yards, but crazy, a little too far for a bow. Yeah. Yep. I had two at five hundred and sixty five yards, yep. which. I'm definitely not doing that. <laughs> not, yeah, not, not with not with a muzzle loader, no freaking no. way. It's all geometry, dude. Get get your dope and send it. Yeah, yeah. No, but it's good. Get, that was get those angles right. I just learned how to shoot a muzzle loader three days ago. There, Derek. It's easy. You just fucking pull the handle, pull the trigger. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry, sorry. That's good. It's a good good first day, and we got a morning hunt, 
and an afternoon hunt, and then another morning hunt, another afternoon hunt. First day. First day. Uh, so I'm I'm gonna go ahead and shamelessly, you know, plug some stuff for Fish Lift Eat real quick. Please. You know, you know we've we're sitting here talking about how much we're in the only guy who brought a fishing pole. <laughs> it is in the that don't really say a whole lot though because it's there's a voice <laughs> permanently in there. Yeah, but you know well, y'all, y'all ain't got no truck pole. <laughs> what y'all doing with your life? You ain't got the right stuff. You know, hopefully by the end of this episode, you know y'all have heard the value in in these rendezvous, right? You know, whenever we're able to get the team together and you know. We obviously love hunting. Everybody loves to hunt. And we want to share that on the fish lift each side too. So next year, you know, we're, we're actually planning a couple, you know, fish camps is what we're going to, you know, fish lift eat fish camps to where it's, it's going to be. Y'all are hearing it first here. Are you allowed to break that news right now? He's the guy. He's going to fucking do it. So I'm saying that to anybody that, you know, maybe on the fence about joining the team, maybe, maybe your background is all fishing and you know, you're not, you know, big into the hunting world yet, but maybe it's something that you want to get involved with and this might be your perfect opportunity. So, you know, if you want to enjoy these experiences, like we're talking about, go ahead and send your application in, um, get, get plugged in with us and get, get connected. And, you know, there's going to be events next year that lead to this. So we're looking at one, um, possibly out in like Colorado, you know, we got a lot of big, western fly fishing guys involved and then um looking at possibly doing another one on the east coast um going to be tailored more to be able to do um some fly fishing and or, you know trout fishing but then also bass fishing on the lake and things like that and it's going to be be a lot of the similar stuff like this there's going to be some educational pieces to it seminars and you know some good meals and stuff like that too but um yeah that's going to be that's going to be on the table for 2024 so yeah. that, dude, it's been super impressive to see you take that thing and, and run with it. Like, it has been so much fun. You have crushed it. It has been so much fun. You know what's crazy is Casey and I don't live that far apart, but where we are in our lives, we get so busy with kids, and Casey has like 50 jobs, and I have that's, that's I have like... Where you part Jamaican? That's too many jobs. <laughs> I have like three jobs, and we get busy, and then every time we get back together, I just fucking... I'm just it's always so proud, dude. I'm just so proud of where you've taken Fish Lift Eat. Fish Lift Eat didn't exist until you took it by the reins, and now it's like you have your own standalone podcast. So, mm-hmm. listeners, if you're still listening by now, thank you. <laughs> Go follow Fish Lift Eat. Oh, gee, we appreciate the hell out of it. <laughs> For real. For real, man. I'm I'm super proud of where you've taken it. And it's been a lot of fun. You know, and really in the last year, you know, we we've had to we've had to add some roles to it, obviously, because it has taken some legs. Yeah. Um so, you know, shout out to, you know, Justin Everly, who wasn't able to be here and Papa Stark, who, who's actually doing a, he's fish at a, fi- he's at a fish camp right now is why he's not here, you know, with, with his regions. That's, that's fucking that's, poor planning right there. That's, you know, Derek says that. I think it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so disappointed. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. I'm Papa Stark. It is really cool though. Cause really, you know, since, since I took the reins of fish lift eat is, it's been less than a year. You know, it, it was February, late February of this year. And I, I make the joke to the guys whenever we have like our monthly meetings and stuff. I said, you know, there wasn't anybody designated to fish lift eat to grow it. And there, all there was was an Instagram page with six posts. <laughs> six followers. Six, six posts. And when, when, when I took it over, it, there was 192 followers and every single one of them were team members, yeah. which is nothing wrong with that. But, you know, now between all our platforms you know over a thousand followers you know you know the the people that we have dedicated to that space and 
you know, the personalities that we're, that we're bringing in and, and having on the podcast and making these relationships with and brand partners that we've got, like it's, you know, the, the headway that we've made in this first year is, is incredible, but it's also encouraging to be like, what are we going to be like five years down the road? Yeah. And, um, that's, that's been super fun. I, do you think, I, I, uh, did you think you'd be even remotely close to that after less than 12 months? No. And, and if, if it hadn't been for, you know, the other roles that have come on with it, we, I wouldn't be like, it, it would not be where it was now. Um, had it not been for, you know, everybody involved. Justin and Chad and Pup Stark and just, oh dude, Chad is a wizard. Yeah, he is. Chad is the man. You know, it, it, we, we've talked about it though. Every time. So when it, whenever I started running it, you know, we had a big surge, you know, there was a lot of growth really, really quick. Then it kind of plateaued. And then around that time was when I was able to grab Justin and Papa. And, um, you know, we, we saw exponential growth. Then it was kind of stalling. And then we brought Chad in, who was just incredible. Which is also crazy because Justin and Chad joined the team because we invited them onto a podcast mm -hmm. when they were running the Joe Outdoors. Joe Outdoors, yeah. And then they believed so much in what we were doing, they joined the team and have yeah. now been a part of our growth. Yeah. So, you know, for everybody that's listened to the Fish Lift Eat podcast, you know, the reason that is such a, a great thing is it is because of Chad. It really is. I mean, the, the whole team, yeah, but when we brought Chad on, it was just such an improvement in, in the quality of what we were able to put out. And he's he's incredible. And um, But then, you know, brought him on exponential growth. So, you know, what's going to happen in the future, we're going to have to bring on more roles, obviously, because we want to – you know, continue that and make it sustainable through the future. But it's been, it's been super encouraging just being able to, to take on new things and knowing what, what it's going to be. And the fact that we all believe in it the way we do and, you know, the support we get for it is, is incredible. So, yeah. So, you know, if you're a fishing minded person and, um, you know, you want to dabble in some hunting too, and, you know, be able to be exposed to, to events like this that we're sitting at right now, you know, jump on in. We'd love to chat with you. Um, applications are open applications are open you know if there's any way to designate um you know that you're interested in the fishing side of things i'd love to personally chat with you but um yeah there's going to be some more more opportunities to get together in person in 2024 we'd love for you to be at, at fish lift eat fish camp oh yeah maybe we can talk to um you know one of our great great brand partners who's partners at uh stancy blade company about making us a fish lift to eat uh fillet knife hey man Ooh. Oh, my, that ain't outside the realm of possibility i'll buy that knife i'll i'll buy i'll make that deal i'll make that deal you make that <laughs> damn, deal that's a damn good deal i don't blame you i've been chewed out every every <laughs> fish that we eat if if we can make that happen by fish camp every fish that we eat will be filleted with a with a stancy blade fillet it's your backcountry lines just saying we can make that happen. I'll buy it's probably two of those things. We, we'll, can make, we'll, we can make that happen. We'll talk offline. Sounds good. This has been very good. This, this has been very good. This has been a little day one. I've been here a day and a half. I'm not happy. I'm picking shit, dude. <laughs> I'm not when lie. we're able to sit in person and do yeah, these. I agree. No, the, first, the first one I was able to do in person was when we were in Salt Lake City. And it's, it, it's awesome just being able to look across the table and talk to people. Yeah, if you're on the team already... And haven't gone to an in-person event. Do it. Go. I don't. I don't care what you have Go. to move around to to be able to get here 
to whatever, even if it's a partner at, you know, a local brewery or something in your region, just do it. It's worth it. Talk yep, to your region leads. Talk to your Reach region out leads. to them. If you can't afford it, if, whatever. No, 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 there's, no. there's no excuses. Like you literally, if, if you want to be at one, reach out, talk to us. We will get you there. Yep. Yep. Don't be shy. Get involved. You, you will not be. You, you get out of what you put into this team, right, Carter? Is that what we always preached? We've said that every, told every person on and the team has stood true since I have been a part of this group. And we still interview every single person on this team, so. Yep. So get involved. Don't be afraid. And shit, boys, this was an amazing day one. That's what you got, Derek. Round us out, man. Just bring it home. Fucking go out and meet people. Fucking find a tribe. Find people that you love. I mean, I don't give a fuck if you join this team or not. Like, just find the people that you connect with and fucking 100%. get out there and and mix it up with them. Yeah. Do something different. Don't be afraid to invest in yourself. Exactly. Yeah. And that yeah. doesn't necessarily mean monetarily. You know, you're gonna be a you're gonna be an aggregate of the of the people you surround yourself with. So be you know be choosy with that. You know, look at who you want to be. What do you have to do to become the person you want to become? And surround yourself with the people that's gonna enable you to be that. And I'll, so I'll shamelessly plug. So um, we've had book club has steadily grown the last couple months. And uh, Forrest, one of the he's a newer newer team member you know we were talking after the the november book club and he's like hey man he's like i just really like it how you and ryan when you run this thing like you don't you don't take it over like you'll talk a little bit about the book you talk about what you took from the book and then you open it up to everybody else and you listen to their their idea about it and you know you don't you don't fucking put anybody down for their what they took from it like you just kind of listen and 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 you know take it, their opinion and i was like dude you're facilitating the space for it i was like i know what i fucking wait, thought wait, of the book how am i gonna learn yeah you know other other viewpoints if i just shut everybody down like oh no that was a stupid point you fucking idiot like why would you even think that like why i'll what, second what that, good does that do? whenever whenever i joined the team it was literally like there was book club like three or four days after like i was actually brought into the team and I wouldn't have gotten on it originally if somebody I – I can't remember if it was you or Ryan, but it's like, I don't care if you've read the book. Like, just come hang out. Derek. Just come and listen. Just yeah, like and I did. And that, that was actually the first – outside of my interview, that was the first HLE event – Call to action. That I attended. Yeah. Was, was a book club. And, I mean, you know, I, I didn't contribute to the conversation because it, it was. It was a book that I had not read or anything that I wasn't even familiar with. But I didn't feel out of place. No, and you can t- and, and it and but it it even made me. I ended up buying that book and reading it later, just because of of the things that I heard in that conversation. And it, it, it was a military style book. I can't remember exactly which one it was. Yeah, but I mean, you know, I don't have a military background whatsoever. But you know, just the the conversations that that we all the team members were having, and yeah, <laughs> never mind. We won't get on that one. <laughs> we've we've talked too long. But I mean. It, it was very welcoming and it was very, it was easy to come in even not having that to a point I've come to others that maybe I didn't read the book. Some I have, yeah. but you know, it, it, it's a very good space just to, you know, just an opportunity to sit around and talk to guys. Yeah, and I just, I learned more from the team members, just the, like it's shit like this, a book club, fucking pint nights. And then, you know, even just like a, like a happy hour zoom calls that we do. Like I've learned more from the team than, than just anywhere else you know like there there's so much like for that 
forced again. Like I, I'm working yeah. on. Uh, I'm working. When on, would we have met a good dude like him? I'm working on a bag that's like a concealed carry first aid bag for civilian use. And I've had a, I've had a hell of a time trying to get this thing in production. And he's like, yeah, man, like I'm part Asian. Like our whole, our family has a sew shop. And I'm like, really? He's like, yeah. He's like, we can get this thing kicking off. I was like, oh, sick. Like, and and that was just something in passing that we did on a, on a weekly call. Like I would have never fucking known that. And there's. Yeah. High tides raise all ships. Yeah, man. It's fucking great. I love it. It is great. It is great. You're doing great. You're doing great. You're doing great. Thanks, man. And you know what? You're doing great. No. Oh. You know what? <laughs> Carter, you are great. <laughs> Salt of the earth. <laughs> yeah. I love you guys. This has been good. Hell yeah. I'm ready for day two. Day two will be good. Well, why don't you just lay your little head on your pillow and get time travel <laughs> day two? Well, what time is it? Is it about to be somebody about to it's still early, but it's just dark as fuck. It's also time to be ready for day two. So, Carter, go ahead and go ahead and wrap us up. And yeah, let's, uh, let's leave some meat on the bone. For, Absolutely, for another podcast yep. later. Listeners, as always, appreciate the hell out of you guys. We'll talk to you next week.